This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley, and looking ahead to the final of the Men's Singles Championship at the French Open, I'd like to say joining me is our senior tennis handicapper, Sean Calvert. Sean, uh, long couple of weeks, uh, probably yeah. come out about level, not really much on it. But the final mm. that uh, many sort of way and prayer predicted at the start, but not many people would have thought Novak Djokovic would have come through yesterday against Carlos Alcaraz. Well, you did. Well, you I, did. Thought was, I, I didn't actually really put him as, as an official bet, but I thought that he was a, a it was a value play. Come through, obviously, and he's in the final again, bidding for him in his twenty third Grand Slam title, and he's a heavy favourite to do so. How mm. are you though? And what do you think of the French Open so far? I'm fine. In about 10 minutes, I'm going to get extremely hot, I should think, because I'm in a, in a garden office out here. And it's um, it's unseasonably warm, isn't it, at the minute in the, in southeast England? I think all across England, actually. So um, if I start, I've had to turn the aircon off because it's too loud while I'm doing this video call. So in about 15 minutes, the temperature in here is going to get hot. So, um, yeah, I'm OK for now. But in about 15, 20 minutes, I might not be uh, quite so cool. Well, I, I'm, I'm. You can see the sweat is pouring in my head here. Obviously, it's hot, but this is obviously to do with the end of season, uh, because we win function last night. The soccer oh, boys. Yeah. We all went out for the end of season <laughs> dinner, and uh, I'm feeling the worst for wear this morning. And obviously, with the the weather in the high 80s, it's not really ideal for me to sit here as well. So it's I think we're both gonna sweating be it all out of you, isn't it? It's sweating it all out of you. You'll be fine in half an hour. Can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore, Sean. These <laughs> late nights, it take me two days to recover. It's it's impossible. Anyway, no, no. Uh, I'll be recovered for tomorrow for the men's singles final. Obviously, Novak Djokovic up against Kasper Ruud. It's tomorrow. It's Sunday. It's 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. So get up nice and early and watch the final. And Novak Djokovic uh, is, like I say, bidding to be in his 23rd major title. And he's a very, very heavy favourite to do so. He's minus 4.55 up against Kasper Ruud, the beaten finalist here last year at plus 3.50. There is 57 different betting markets Available on the Bet Rivers website. The spread here is five and a half. Djokovic minus five and a half, minus one fourteen. Kasper Rud plus five and a half, minus one oh six. And the totals are pitched at thirty-seven and a half. Now, if you can't make any value on those picks, like I say, there's fifty-seven different markets available on the Bet Rivers website for you to have a look. Select your wager and you'll be able to live stream it as well. Watch it from the comfort of your own home. Uh, as we say, number Djokovic against Kasper Rud, Sean. Um, what do you make of those prices? I mean, if you look at the head-to-head record, it's 4-0 to uh, Novak Djokovic. To two wins to him as well on clay in Rome. Um, two wins last year in Monte Carlo and on Rome as well. And Kasper has never taken a set off Novak Djokovic. So very overwhelming stats, very overwhelming favourite in terms of Bet Rivers. But we've seen favourites get overturned. We saw Alcaraz yesterday get beaten. We've seen now Igor Shrontek, the women's number one, sees in, in serious trouble in the women's final as well. But... Uh, do you think that Novak Djokovic wins? Is it go to form or is there a potential of a shock here? 
I think it's very hard to make a case for Casper Ruud, isn't it, based on everything that these two have done in their careers and, and sort of generally on, on this surface and, and all surfaces, really. I mean, let's let's just have a quick look at their head-to-head. As you said, it's 4-0 to Novak Djokovic. Two of those were on clay. 8-0 in sets to Djokovic. Now, if you look at the service points, one and return points, one totals of those four matches, Djokovic is overwhelmingly ahead, as you can imagine, 114 to 86. That's about as one-sided as a, as a head-to-head gets, really. Massively in favour of Djokovic. Rude's done, breaking it down a bit further, Rude's done very, very little on the Djokovic serve. He's only won 27% of return points on the Djokovic serve. Now, if you if you compare that to a sort of Maxime Cressy-type return game, that's that's roughly how many return points Cressy normally wins on a, on a hard court. In fact, he'd probably win a couple of percent more. So it's it's a really... It, Djokovic has been do, super dominant on serve. Um, Rude's been able to do absolutely nothing at all even on clay, um, against the Novak Djokovic serve. Looking at the second serve points one, which is kind of a good indicator of how the two have matched up if we take the serve out of the equation. Um, Rude's won only 44% of his second serve points in this matchup. Djokovic has won 61%. So again, fairly dominant, very dominant uh, in favour of Novak Djokovic, who's held serve 93% of the time against Kasper Rude. So Rude's under pressure to hold in every service game. Um, now, why is it such a such a dominant head-to-head? Well, quite a few reasons, really. Djokovic is obviously a more complete player. He's, in short, he's a better player. Um, Kasper Ruud's strength uh, is his serve and, and the big forehand, um, both of which can be nullified by Novak Djokovic. The problem that Kasper Ruud has at elite level is his backhand isn't good enough. It's it's an okay backhand. It's not it's not terrible. It it just isn't. It's not up to the levels of a of a Djokovic or you know the top top three or four guys in the world, it isn't that good. So the better players can kind of pick it off. I mean, Djokovic is the master, isn't he, of of precision. Um, he won't often beat you with raw power, but he'll beat you by putting the ball exactly where he wants it to go and exactly where the opponent doesn't want it to go. In Casper in Ruud's case, that'll be predominantly on his backhand side or, or wherever Djokovic wants to put it. Um, so it's, it's difficult to see how Casper Ruud is going to get on top of many rallies. He's not been able to do it in the past. Um, it's hard to see Djokovic not performing to his, his best level uh, in a match where he can overtake Rafael Nadal, as you said, in terms of winning majors. Um, a day match, would, would you would think, would, would favour Djokovic. I mentioned before the, the Rude-Zverev semi-final. I've, I've fancied that a, a night match would favour Rude, and it, it's, it sort of turned out to be the case. But Rude's had a very fortunate run, hasn't he? Um very fortunate. He's, he's he's played well, you know. I'm not saying he hasn't played well, but he's had he's had a lot of good fortune. Um, Zverev was injured, so he couldn't he couldn't even compete in that non-event of a semi-final. Both the semi-finals actually ended up being a bit damp squibs, didn't they? Um, the first two sets of Djokovic Alcaraz was was great, and then obviously all of a sudden, within 30 seconds, it was over. Um, Zverev picked up a thigh injury, so he wasn't able to do anything against Kasper Ruud. Um, in that semi-final. Prior to that, Rude faced a, a very physically compromised Holger Rune, who also couldn't do anything. And prior to that, he played Nicholas Jarry and should have, should have lost at least two of the three sets that they they contested. So Fortune has certainly been on Casper Rude's side. Um, it's difficult to see him being that fortunate again. I mean, I, I can't... On the statistics, I can't see it. There are a couple of little things that maybe might go in his favour. Um the first one of which is the fact that Djokovic has dropped the opening set in four of his last five major finals, 
which will perhaps come as a surprise to some people, but he started very, very slowly in majors recently. If he starts slowly again, that might give Kasparov a chance to get into this match on a physical standpoint. Because I talked about Djokovic's physicality, didn't, didn't I, ahead of the Alcaraz match? Um, I wasn't convinced that he could perhaps go the full five sets. In the end, he didn't need to, did he? Um, because Alcaraz burned himself out after about an hour. Um, but Djokovic took it out of medical timeout in that match as well, didn't he? Uh, before before Alcaraz. So his, his arm was causing him problems. Possibly that elbow issue that he's had earlier on in the clay season, maybe an unrelated issue, I don't know. Um, so there's the possibility that if it does go really long, you, you might favour Rude in terms of the, the physical battle. But on on the stats, on the matchup, I'm not sure I can see it. Can you? I can't. I think I, I think Casper Rude is a, is a very talented player. I think he's um, a guy who's very steady, Eddie. Doesn't really do anything wrong. But when he comes up against the top players, the Djokovic's, the Nadal's, the Federer's in, in, in the past as well, I just think he's just that little bit far off. You know, he does well to get to the semifinals. He does well to get to the semifinals, quarterfinals, and majors. But I think he's just that he hasn't got this the elite game to stru- trouble Djokovic. I think this would be quite easy, actually. I, I'm, I'm, I was quite looking to go under the total games at 37 and a half. I know you said there that the trend would be for Novak Djokovic to lose the first set, which gives you, you know, obviously you, you, don't, you don't want him to lose the first set if you're looking at unders. But I think this could be quite one-sided final, actually. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think Djokovic has played his part. I think it's worked out for him. He, he didn't want a real long match against Alcaraz. Alcaraz's injuries helped him out here. He comes in fresh, and I think Rude's here is... Um, I think it'd be very easy for Novak Djokovic. I expect him to win comfortably. So I'm, I'm pretty much agreeing with you here, though, Sean. I can't really make much of a case. We can't bet him at minus 455. You know, I, I would look at the spread at minus five and a half percentage and maybe have a small bet, but and the unders as well. So everything that points to a, an easy-ish Djokovic win is that's where I, I want to go. I, I'm probably looking at, I've looked at a 3-0 Djokovic win here with plus 143. He's never lost a set to, uh, to Kasparud, and I can't see him losing a set tomorrow, yeah. really. Just looking at that point, just expanded on that point that you made, actually. Kasper Ruud is 3-14 win-loss against top five opponents. That's players that were ranked in the top five at the time of the match. So he's lost, you know, 14 of his 17. Um, and as I said, I've already, I've already said the head-to-head details about Djokovic, which is very much in his favour. There's, there's there's not a lot. There's, I'd like to make a case. I do like to make a case for the dogs, as you know, but... I think we'd just be guessing. I think we'd just be hoping that maybe if you if you're back in Rude, you're kind of you're kind of hoping that Djokovic isn't fit, or you're hoping he has another one of them slow starts that he's had recently in major finals. I'm not sure I can see. I'm not sure I can see that happening again. I think that's probably just a statistical anomaly. He just happens to have started slowly in his last few. Um, I've taken Djokovic minus five and a half games. It's just a, a small bet. Um, as I've said before, that you know major finals that you don't you don't tend to get massive value usually. Um, Maybe in some of the side markets potentially, but I think minus five and a half games at um, minus one one four. Bet Rivers is the is the play here just for for small stakes, but I can't see Djokovic not winning this title. No, I think I totally agree, and we're all in the agreement in terms of which way you want to play it. Though I mean, there's many different ways you can play. We, we what we're saying is Djokovic will win quite easily. So minus five and a half obviously comes into play. The three nil Djokovic win at plus one fourteen. The under total games, the Djokovic on the the minus the, the two and a half sets. Um, obviously is another play here as well. Whichever way you want to go with that. So don't really see any other outcome then Novak Djokovic making history and win this 23rd Grand Slam tomorrow in Paris up against Kasper Ruud. Um Sean you got a big week, busy week you're off to uh, Stuttgart on Monday. Yes, I've looked at the weather forecast and it's actually better now. 
we talked earlier on in, in the week, didn't we? It, it was supposed to be raining. It's still got, but apparently that's moved away. I'm sure by the time I get there on Monday, I'll be back again. Um, and the umbrellas will be out. But at the minute, it looks, you know, touch wood, it looks, um, it looks like it's going to be decent weather in Stuttgart. Always a good, um, a good tour. And we'll talk in, in depth about that tomorrow, won't we, on, um, on tomorrow's show. But so, yeah, looking forward to a, what is the real kind of meat and bones, if you like, of the, of the, of the tennis season, the grass court, the month on grass. Always look forward to it. It's always, um, it's always a good one. So, yeah, hoping to uh, have a good week in Stuttgart. Yeah, the clay kilt season may be over now, but the grass court campaign is really hotting up as the weather over here as well is hotting up as well. There's going to be a huge amount of tennis action, the build-up to Wimbledon, which starts in about three weeks from now. So make sure you download the podcast at Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, which is at the Bet Rivers Network, and you can follow us on our uh, social handles on Twitter and Instagram at Because We've Been. That way you'll keep across all the content with the fabulous content we do here on the tennis and the world of soccer as well. So very safe journey on Monday. Thank you. Enjoy enjoy that. We'll be back tomorrow. As Sean said, looking ahead to the the next week's grass court action in Stuttgart, as well as some other tournaments in the build up to the Wimbledon is, is like I say, it's coming up very quick, quickly and fast. The tournaments are coming up. So we'll be back tomorrow looking ahead to that. But for us, it's a short one here. It's the men's singles final. There's not really much of his way of uh, betting interest. We think Novak Djokovic is going to get the job done fairly easily. Minus five and a half for Sean at minus 114. I'm going to go for Novak Djokovic to win three sets of love. So hopefully we both cash. We end the tournament on a high and uh, Novak Djokovic wins, makes history by winning another major title. Sean, thanks very much. And we'll speak Thank to you all again tomorrow. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.